0: D. Eva Cordegreil, a sports on Scarab News Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. and welcome once again to the Sports show here on Scarab Community News Radio in association with their credit union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the Union app. And on today's show, we're going to be joined by double All-Ireland champions, uh, under-14 singles champion and senior singles champion for the first time in Paul Rogers and Dermot Nash. We're also going to be joined by Adrian Ronan uh, from uh, Kilkenny and Pat will talk to us later on. Uh, about uh, the rugby of the last weekend. And first of all, we must wish uh, Scarlett uh, Junior B team uh, the very best of luck as they compete in the All Ireland Junior semi final down there in Kilidi later on against Capitaglia from Galway. You know, unfortunately, they didn't get success the last of the Munster final, but a new competition and, you know, a, a, a have to have, going to have a go have at it. And we wish Brian Hart and all his men the very best of luck later on in Kildare. And what a weekend we had in, in handball in East Clare this weekend. All Ireland finals up in Kingscourt in Kevin, and to come home with two All Ireland titles, uh, under 14 singles and of course the senior singles. And we have the under 14 All Ireland single champions here here with us. A man well known to everyone in East Clare, often seen going around the Hurling Field with, with, with the Hurley, and let's, let's say there's Paul, but it's Paul Rogers, uh, All Ireland under 14 singles hen- handball champion. Paul, you're welcome to Scarab Bay Community Radio.
1: Thanks for having me on, Leo.
0: No bother, Paul. Look, it is an honour to be to be talking to you. And first of all, many congratulations on your first All Ireland title. Yeah. Thanks. Paul, to get to that stage, um, not an easy not an easy uh, thing to do to win an All Ireland. How many games had you to play, uh, to?
1: I played four on the way up to the All Irelands. Clare? How I many in Clare? I played three in Clare. In Munster. I played two more Munster and two in the All Ireland.
0: Did you drop any set on the way to win in the All Ireland?
1: Ah uh, no, I won all the games. Okay. I think
0: I, I think from checking back, it's the first time that first. a player has won an All Ireland title without dropping a set from start to finish. So congratulations on that, Paul. As regards practice and, and training, how many days a week do you play the game of Henbot?
1: usually I play about four days a week. Oh yeah.
0: And who is your mentor? Who is your coach?
1: Uh Jerome Jim Nash.
0: That's Joe Rogers. Yeah. A famous handballer in his time as well. And <laughs> know, but in fairness to uh, Jim Nash, brilliant coach and a, a a brilliant man.
1: Yeah, he's always there whenever you need someone to go to he's always there.
0: And uh, come here, what do you practice most? Where do you play games or would he uh, would you go through the skills or take certain skill each evening in the practice or what way would you go about it
1: you i do about two training sessions that would be all skills and two matches usually
0: uh, who would you play in the matches then
1: i play mikey sheedy mostly
0: and would you ever, ever go outside say playing players from outside the county you know would you uh
1: no i play sean constantine from cluny sometimes as well all right
0: a good player too
1: yeah uh,
0: can be Look at from playing over in Tung and then obviously you're well used to handball. You look at your you're going around handball courts since you were a nipper following that 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 brother yours. He was okay at the handball wasn't too, Mark. He went to bed. Ah, uh, he was all right, yeah. Do you reckon you're a better handballer than him? <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Uh, I think we I think we I think you are. we are looking at the 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 difference between the courts and playing over in Tung Granny and up in Kingscourt Kingscourt obviously is the, the home you know the place where everyone wants to play the All-Ireland final must be delighted coming out the other evening
1: uh, yeah it was good to get up there anyway. what,
0: Did you? were you anyway nervous sir? Did, did you expect to win or were you expecting more of a challenge I,
1: was, I got the challenge I expected anyway didn't expect it that easy yeah and you put
0: him away in fair you might tell us what the score was in the final
1: uh, 15-8 15-12 comprehensive enough uh, yeah, it was tough enough though, at the same time. And come here,
0: um looking at it, what's next uh, for Paul, now that you have the All-Ireland under-14?
1: I'll have the Nationals in April.
0: And what do you think are your chances in that? Obviously, you're going to be the favourite going in.
1: Uh, I don't know, if All right, chances. Uh,
2: pa- Paul, if it's not an obvious question, what are the European, the most important skills you need to be a good handballer? What are the, stay you need speed, you need touch, you need... Which you your you need strength and What's what's it in? Do you think is the, are the main items in handball? Uh,
1: the you have to have two hands first of all. To okay. Keep S- it up on the wall. Them, really. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to serve it past the two lines. Uh, keep it off the back wall. And uh, keep the ball up in the wall really. Fair play. That's a good description. Yeah. What is your best? What's your best shot? Uh, my best would probably be killing it off the back wall.
0: That's the most important skill of the whole. That's where you, that's where you, where you get the scores. We are, obviously, we all know you, Paul, as well. As, uh, you're not too bad at the Hurling either. You know, a, a member of the Scarab Community College team that won the under-15 uh, championship there before the Christmas. Uh, I think you were top scorer in that, that championship as well at corner Forward. Is it an unfair question to ask you? Which sport would you pick first, Hurling or handball?
1: i probably pick hurling because I've played it a bit longer than the handball. Uh,
0: how can you see it in um, the handball? Obviously, you know, as you said, you have to have all the hand-eye coordination. Does the handball really help you uh, playing the hurling as well?
1: Yeah, it helps your speed by getting around the course and your feet and the hand-eye coordination as well for hand-passing and catching. And Camille,
0: speaking of the hand-passing in the Hurling, are you, are you able to hen, do, you do the right hand-pass or are you one of these brain Queen fellas that, that throws the pass, that uh,
1: you throw? you know the proper hand-pass. Yeah, I'd probably do the hand-pass. In,
2: in the handball, as I guess the the higher levels towards all islands and the finals and that, do you notice the support of people or are you just so much focused on the game you don't even notice which, whether there's anybody there or not? Or can you hear the voices?
1: Uh, you can hear the voice at that time, but really you try to be focused on the match
2: and would encouragement help you or or could would yeah. you say it doesn't matter if it's silent and noisy I'll play it the same way anyway or does the encouragement actually help you for that encouragement well? would help as well yeah, yeah. and that Paul happens.
0: when you were inside obviously playing singles and look at the two you inside if you found things going wrong are you able to change the game Have you obviously do you know what to do to change the game yourself to obviously to take the initiative away from your opponent
1: yeah just keep everything up and the wall and don't go for the crazy shots to so keep you're, them back.
0: You're, a, you're the potential player, so keep it, yeah. keep, keep the rallies going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are obviously you're done the 14 All Ireland champion. Next year, a new year. What do you move up to? is it up to 16 next yeah, year.
1: Yeah, I play 16 next
0: six year. Yeah. And what, what would be your chances in that thing uh, yeah. obviously you you know you, you know the players ahead of you who you're going to be facing.
1: I would probably be happy enough to get a to semi final because two age groups ahead, or an age group ahead of that So.
0: Yeah. It's a big big step up, already doesn't yeah. know. you'll be you'll be well able for that. Do you play handball? Do you play doubles at all, no? Uh,
1: usually if you get to the final and you don't win it, you'll be in the doubles. But I won it this year so I was in the singles.
2: Paul, would you like to see more lads of your own age take it up the game or the sport? Because you obviously know all your opponents very well, both in clear and at all other levels, but it's a small field enough. Uh you know, would would you what would you say to other lads of your own age about thinking about it but haven't got to do it yet? How, how would you encourage, how would you say to them why it's worthwhile taking up the game?
1: Uh, it is worth it because if you're into hurling as well it helps your hurling and it helps other sport for your feet and everything. So,
2: so definitely encourage other lads yeah. to do it. To would be great to it's see to more lads doing it actually of, of his age or younger, yeah.
1: Yeah, and
0: fairness, the Paul's And doing, girls. Okay, and exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we must also congratulate M- 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 who, uh, the young Liam who won a Munster final and I can't think of our partner last night. They won, le- they won last night. But uh, all in linen. But Linnan. look, linen. So look, congratulations uh, to those two players. And we look forward to seeing their progress in the future. Paul, look at, you're the, you're the main man over there now at, at the under-14. And you'll probably, more players will, will definitely take up the sport because of, of your success. So you're kind of a role model for, for all these younger players coming.
1: Uh, yeah, well, yeah.
0: And even the homecoming you got last Sunday evening well well, merited you know like they came to see you they didn't come to see Deere McNeish you they came to see you know that, that Sunday evening you know but what would you say to players uh, other people to come and try that? how would you say what would you say to them to come and try out the game ahead? well
1: it's worth it like it's yeah you're getting used to a different game instead of focusing on the one sport or two sports all the time and you're of not course, getting wet yeah. and you're in order
0: to cold it's indoor yeah. Yeah. in order to call we are obviously the, the the hurling season is coming up, and you're still in that um, under fifteen championship. When you in debt for Skellige Community College?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's during March sometime, anyway. In March, and obviously
0: hoping to follow on from the county success by bringing another monster title home.
1: Yeah,
0: it would be nice, I'm sure. Yeah, that's yes, for sure. Yeah. Paul, you're a, a quite man. I've often we've often got more out of you at a different time. <laughs> Come here, um, obviously Skellige Conla um, in the Camogie. Um, you were very proud of your sister winning the uh, a monster and county medal, and also congratulations to your brother Mark uh, on winning the Fitzgibbon medal, and also congratulations to Mark on making the Fitzgibbon uh, team team of the year. You know, obviously you're you're falling behind these people, but now they're having to step back and have a, a good look at you. Ah uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> the way, Yeah. you're are you the main are you the main men in the Rogers you're definitely the main
1: men in the Rogers house this week uh, probably not no. well maybe I'd, so you're, know, you're not getting the all
2: the limelight anyway you're, yeah. you're, you're taking your share of the limelight in that house which is great I know, Paul, Paul, which Paul works yeah.
0: his own, in his own quiet way mm-hmm. Paul look at it, it's an honour to talk to you an All-Ireland Handball champion is isn't too often it comes around the place here and I know it's is, it is just the first of many and look thanks for coming in to talk to us here on Scarab Payton Radio thanks Leo and once again, thanks to Paul Rogers uh, for talking to us, uh, the All-Ireland Under-14 Handball Champion. And we go, as we said, from the handball champion at one of the younger ages to the, the top handballer in the country. is the All-Ireland uh, Singles Handball Champion for the very first time and no better man than Dermot National from Scariff. Dermot, you're welcome once again to Scariff Bay Community Radio.
3: Thanks man, my name, Leo.
0: I suppose to give you a proper title, we better say Scarf and Grainy Handball Club, the same as, as for Paul. Dear, as I said, ahead, yeah. many congratulations. Sure. Look at you've been so near and yet so far. Uh, you know, being the bridesmaid so many times, eventually, you know, perseverance uh, conquers, and you've got the holy grail.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I've lost, I'd lost a couple of finals obviously um, in the past, and I'd lost an awful lot of semi I think, I think I, I made a semi-final. One day the intermediate in 2011 and I made a semi-final in 2012 and I think I made a semi-final every year apart from one so I basically lost about seven semi-finals maybe
0: yeah it's a, <laughs> so, but you've been like, well, you've been consistently as you said you know in, in a round the, the, the top three or four for, for so many years you know and it must have been hard for yourself, you know, looking at the other lads uh, pulling the All Ireland singles title. And as, you know, as we spoke off here, you've beaten them all at, at, at different times, you know, on a fairly consistent basis, as they have beaten you at Antwerp. And then to see them picking up uh, the, the singles trophy, and, you know, and you're there, and you got, as you said, am I ever going to get there? But in fairness, it shows great resilience and mid resolve from yourself that finally you were able to put all that behind you and eventually get over the line. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, um, like I'd love to say I did something different or loads of things different this year. Like, I mean, um, I did a couple of things different, but like, you know, a bit of it is you get a bit of luck, obviously, and, you know, different things, you know, and I I suppose I had maybe a bit between my teeth, you know, um, just after COVID as well, because, you know, we lost two years or whatever in handball, but um, like... Yeah, like I, I, I this in way, maybe in the past, I, well, when I say maybe, I, it definitely meant too much to me, I would say, you know, in terms of, I probably built the championship up maybe too much in my head and I never really played that free or kind of like I never really played, you know, with kind of abandonment, you know, um, and that like, you know, I was, you know, and then you play too safe essentially and if you play too safe, then you tend to lose, you know what I mean? You just lose slower. Um but, you know, I I suppose I, I had maybe a monkey on my back about the championship, about how, you know, I hadn't won it. And, you know, some of you will win the championship at the start of their career. And then, like, you know, it's like kind of the, the, the shackles are off. And um I, I don't feel like I'm at the end of my career at all. So, like, you know, hopefully, I, I think if nothing else, I'll play the championship from now on with just a lot more freedom. And I think I actually will play a lot better as a result. I kind of... Yeah. I I have won other tournaments and then you play you I, I always tend to play well in the tournaments. Um but like yeah the championship is obviously the main one and it's like uh it's kinda of like you know almost, you know, you meet the same guys at the business end of the championship yeah. or business end of tournaments and that kind of stuff, but it's um Yes, I was so just going to, to ask off, you on that dear on
2: sorry Pat here and, and to make congratulations I was just going to ask you that question actually about you know the, at the top level of handball or maybe any sports individual sports but handball you play so often against the same guys and maybe with them as well as partners so you, what's it like you know is it difficult to hit into a game where there's a, a massive mounted stake like a final or all final against a lad you know so well or can you yeah. forget all Can you forget all of that in the game or does it affect you the fact you know him so well
3: Um. It's a good question. I mean, like, if you look at any individual sport, though, I mean, like, if you look at tennis, like the same guys that's get true. to the semi-finals of the Grand Slams, like the same guys, you know, like how many times have Djokovic and Nadal and better well, players, sort of, yeah, you know, watch, like yeah. I so that that tends to happen in individual sports a bit, um, and then what happens is a couple, you know, retire or whatever, and then a new couple kind of dominate for a period of time, kind of thing. Like that's just that's just like individual sport, I suppose, um, but. Yeah, it's a fair point about the kind of... I mean, you know, we definitely know each other's games, you know, I would say, inside out of this stage. Like, there isn't really... There was nothing Robbie was going to throw me there yeah. at the last stage that I, I hadn't seen before. Like, I know he has a brilliant serve. You know, I know it's more like... Um, you know, like, it's a, a lot of it is kind of like more than hurling or any sport. Like, it's kind of on the day. You know what I mean? Like, as in we've kind of... Um, you know, there's there's there isn't a huge amount between the top couple, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like some guy, you know, so the margins are so small, Pat, like in terms of like, so if I crack a serve off the sidewall, basically, and it, you know, that that's basically, you need a bit of look there. Like, you know, and one day you get it and the next day you don't, you know? And like, I just basically, I suppose, hadn't maybe got that either bit of look or, you know, you need to put yourself in the position to get a bit of look in the championship. I'd probably got that look in other tournaments before, but, um, you know, not the championship basically, whereas other guys might have. And um, it's just like, I suppose, like, we you know, I'd be friendly with like the top guys, like, you know, as in, like, we, we meet each other all the to yeah. you know? like yeah. So there's no animosity, but like, I'm not friends with them, you know, I in, like, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, that makes in, sense, like, yeah. I, yeah, like, as in, like, so we're all, you know, it's all very amicable, like, but you can't be friends, like, you know, really, like, you know, because, like, it's just like, it's You're all fighting for the same possible. prize, obviously. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. all fighting. Man. And, like, same. you know, like, we're all very competitive people. And, you know, it's like, um like you wouldn't be doing it if you, like, you know. And that's not to say, like, you know, there's always, I suppose, there's a kind of a, I won't call it, a way to play. Like, there's no cheating going on or anything like that. But it's kind of like, um you know, you play hard.
2: Like, you have you to know, do, yeah.
3: And, like, you know, you play hard and you can, like, when the game is on, like, there'll be, there's no, like, chatting like you know as in the such like you know there's no messing like as in like but you know obviously then the championship maybe takes on a bit more um i won't call it a bit more but like as in like you know you kind of you're wearing the fair jersey so there's a bit more kind of like you're not representing just yourself or it's you know in a tournament you're just kind of like your own person wherever you can wear whatever t-shirt or yeah, sponsor, a bit more, more intensity but, about it yeah yeah and and, and you know you're you you do that. You do appreciate that You know, you're not just like representing yourself, I suppose, in the championship. Sports. Good point. You know. but and, like, yeah. but like, it is like it's a very valid question. And and,
0: you know, I suppose you were talking about the, the you know in the individual sports, and you said about two people very close in in caliber, no one other so well. On the, looking at the basis of the final, less out even the one part where you had an edge over um, Robbie McCarthy, it seemed you seemed to have that bit extra fitness uh, compared to Robbie.
1: Um,
3: yeah, I probably also did something in the running, but, um, like, so, you know, like, like Robbie, I would say, is probably, you know, maybe the most stylish, skillful player ever, I would say, you know, and and I don't mean that, like, you know, there's no hyperbole there, like, is he? Yeah. he's more stylish than Brady, you know, Killian, like, all these, like, is in Tony Healy, like, I mean, he's, like, just got hands from God, like, you know,
0: He's, um, yeah, he just seems so natural, doesn't he? That's
3: Oh, it's like, it's totally natural. Free-flowing, you know, yeah. As in like, it's so free and, like, there's every shot is, like, you know, like, it's kind of play. So he, he is, you know, obviously, you know, some people might say that's natural talent. He obviously would play, you know, he obviously played an awful lot of handball and perfected those skills over the years. But no more than any sport. You have some players that are just more skillful than others. And then you've kind of guys maybe like me who are... Less skillful, but, you know, I suppose, are, you know, still dogging and determined. And obviously, handball is great that way because, you know, it's not just about who's the most skillful. There's other things to into it. One, but the irony of it all is that, you know, the best handballers, tend to be like, you know, it's called handball, but, like, the most important thing you can have is good feet, really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, like, you know, you know, basically picking and moving and, you know, fitness is part of that. Um. And I would, you know, I probably consider myself probably the fittest in the country, but uh, maybe sometimes that's a negative because in the past I've tried to, like, outrun lads and stuff, like, like instead of just hitting them the kind of, you know, instead of finishing the shot in, like, you know, in a clinical fashion in maybe, you know, I don't know, three or four, you know, kind of um, three or four shots or whatever, I might have let the rally go on for eight or nine because... I would kind of like, in some kind of twisted way, think like that he's suffering more than I was. That makes sense.
2: Like, Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Demard, sorry, like, You
3: have to, you have to yeah. ball to win. Like,
2: so. yeah. Now your own self-analysis there seems very sharp. Like, you know, you, you've all thought through and you know exactly what's going on with your own game. And I wonder, do you have someone to kind of bounce off? I know probably have, but you know, who would you depend on? And I probably know the answer to the question, but you might tell us anywhere in terms of telling you what they see in your game and things you could change or things you could do differently or whatever or you know because yeah. you've you analysed yourself there pretty sharply so I'd say you don't need much help
3: yeah no fair I mean like you know I suppose I'd be fairly self-critical I suppose as well but I mean I, I would that was one thing I did when I lost to Martin like you know I, I like two years ago basically semi like I reached out to um one or two of the former players basically that I'd be kind of like they're retired now but I'd known them quite well just to kind of like like it they'd give it to you you know they're not i suppose they're they're kind of like coaches I suppose you know what I mean like we don't they don't be at the games or anything like you know the game is you're still there on your own, but you know I would you know they they would watch the games or would watch the videos and they'd like you know and um like they'd be give it to you down down between the eyes you know in terms of like you know I definitely wasn't finishing enough I was you know extending rallies and not finishing them you know when i I had opportunities but not taking them and like you know there's different things I would have worked on, you know, when I got the opportunity during COVID and stuff, like kind of changed my swing slightly. Again, that was another thing. You know, I I had a very, still kind of have a very tight swing, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah. without getting too technical, like, is in, you know, I swing the b- very close to my body, whereas, you know, to generate more power, you need to kind of swing kind of away from your body yeah. to allow your arm to kind of, so little things like that. So, like, that's obviously I needed help, and, and I got help, and that's... Um, you know that was obviously great, and it was you know it's been a huge difference in my game, I suppose, and um, and a lot of it's just kind of like you know, you know I knew I had deficiencies, and I had to like you know basically you know rectify them, you know. So. Yeah,
0: and I, I just speak of that uh, deal with you know finishing the rallies quicker, and looking at the game itself, you, you, there's definitely many a time that you caught Robbie McCarthy off guard when he was expecting uh, a you to throw the ball back up at the wall, and next thing you just rolled it out you know, and he wasn't expecting it, just definitely, he didn't seem to read your game as well as he had done in the past.
3: Yeah, maybe, yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. Um Yeah, I, I suppose, like, yeah. I, I don't know, I suppose, like, I mean, like, in Paris to Robbie, like, he's still, like, you know, you know, any time I lift it up, uh, you know, I suppose I maybe, I suppose I, making a conscious effort either to A, kill the ball but B, if I didn't kill it to turn, bring him backwards but then like, you know, like he's still, like he was still there like, you know, yeah. a lot of the time, you know, but like, uh, yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, um, I, I don't know the answer to that one to be honest really. Um, I, I guess the thing, like it's it's a funny sport because like, cause, like you know, I've seen a lot of things there the last couple of days about like you know that I was the underdog. I I I genuinely never thought I was the underdog going into that game. Yeah, um, but
0: it, but it probably suited it probably suited you going in Derry because there was more pressure on 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 Robbie McCarthy. You know those like you know the the yeah. way the seasons work out. Like the, I know it works and the tournament it works out funny. Like but you know there was never any doubt. We know uh, in your mind, but even from talking to people that you weren't that you weren't going to win it, and you know it even looking at the game itself. It didn't seem that you were going to lose it, you know that kind that kind of way. So yeah, uh,
3: like I played, like I, honestly, I played unbelievable the week before against Martin in the semi final. So I knew it was in really good form. Like so, it's kind of a like it's fickle enough. <laughs> you actually, know, the, point I, I was, the, the point I was
0: the point I was going to make to was I actually thought you had the, you had won the championship really by winning by beating Martin Mulcarrons well, the week before. If that's a fair point.
3: Yeah, like I think that was probably. In ways, like, you know, a very... Like, that was, I would say, you know, a critical match for me, like, you know, in terms of, like...
0: uh, For more reasons than one, yeah.
3: Yeah, just, like, it was just, like, I suppose he'd beaten me two years... Like, I had... Like, two years ago, like, when I played him, like, I hammered in the first game, and he totally dismantled me then in game two and three, basically. And, like, you know, I was crushed after, like, just more, like... Because I trained, like, so hard. And, like, you know, basically, he was just better on the day, and there was no... Like, I had no... Kind of like, there's nothing I can say. Like, you know, I was just better a lot. I, I wasn't as good, basically. So, like, I knew I'd really improve. So, like, to get him again in the semi final, like, if I lost that one, like, I mean, Jesus, I don't know how way I'd be. But, like, you know, I, I won and, and and won well. Like, and I knew I was, like, kind of the whole year I was kind of getting better. But that was, you know, I suppose the pinnacle, really, of. I know, like, obviously, I had the final the following week, but that was as good as I've played. Yeah maybe ever, I would say, like, um, and, like, yeah, so, then, you know, that's what I'm saying about, like, I was hoping, you know, I'd nearly have preferred to play the fine the next day, I was in such a buzz, but. Yeah, as
0: you uh, said, as you said, I fear that the, the, the format of the tournament kind of, you know, as you said, you're you, you rather the shorter, more condensed, more condensed uh, style, you know, get it over and, done with yeah. you know, but, me looking at the tournament, a, a very proud moment uh, for your family, you know, yeah. there's no doubt about it, and. Look at with your family, you you wouldn't be in the position you're in. But you look at a great a great um occasion for for, for all the Nash family.
3: Ah uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, like, yeah, like in. uh yeah, it, it really was, and it was great them there. And, and I mean, like, like my dad is you know done a lot of coaching and stuff, and like. I should listen. He was like, you know, he was deep. He was a sports psychologist for me before I even knew what that word meant. You know what I
0: mean? Like, but, but I heard you mean. lot um, of things though, but That's an one. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like
0: I mean, just like okay. you
3: know, and he's like, and like you know, it, it, I suppose that's one thing about handball. Like you know, like you can lose a hurling game, and like you can blame the corner forward, you can blame the corner back, or you know, he's kind of like it's very, it's a lot, you know. Uh, when you lose a handball game like you know you can't really blame anyone so, like, yeah. you know, he, he would have dealt with an awful lot of I suppose you know he like, would have I, I won a lot obviously so, yeah but I mean he, he would have not, not even not that I give out to him or anything but like he, he would have had to try and I suppose maybe console me when I yes. was yeah. you know low after losing this kind of stuff like so like you know I, I think for him you know like, I, I think I put in, you know, 10, 15 years or at least, you know, of of work into this. But, like, he's probably done as much kind of emotionally. And, and I think, like, he comes to, the, for example, like, he comes to the tournaments and he loves the tournaments. And he can just watch. And there's no real pressure on him because, like, I've kind of won a lot of them. Or, yeah. you know, he obviously wants me to win and play well and all that kind of stuff. But he really enjoys just coming to watch. Whereas I think, you know, because I hadn't won the championship, it was kind of weighing on him too, you know, as much. Mm-hmm. And so I think even for his mental state, it's probably good for... And, and then my my mum as well, like, you know, it's kind of like... just She more than myself, she more into the background, like, but she was always, you know, unbelievable and stuff. And, and like, they were, they were... They've been unbelievable kind of support for me and stuff. And then, you yeah, know, like just... Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just yeah, like I'm delighted for them, but like I am honestly delighted for myself. But like it's you know it's like yeah, just for them I think like yeah, uh, yeah, they kind of like put some yeah.
0: And dear, but now you know it's it's since 1980. You're the first win, first clear winner since 1980. The great past trip, he was the last man to win the, the the singles all Ireland, and you know you're in real high esteem company, and, company yeah. you know i i you know you got a, a massive uh, welcome on your homecoming a less well deserved homecoming last l- sunday evening and you know i was looking at the, the there during the week of, of of that memorial there to, to Pat Kirby and was looking and I says well you know don't it's not going to be too long before we're going to have one for 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 dear with from from Scarif also <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. that no. I mean, I, I have a long way to go.
2: To, like, after five in a row or yeah. something. Yeah. But as you yeah. said, you made
0: the point. You made the point earlier, dear man. And I think there's no doubt. Uh, as you said, the monkey is off the back, and I have no doubt that when you have the first one it's like the buses. When one comes, two or three come, and I have no doubt that you know you have the capabilities and the ability to to pull one one or two more out of it.
3: Oh, uh, I, yeah. No, I, I hope so. Like, and, and definitely now that you know, listen, you know, I, I don't. You know, in handball terms, you know, I'm actually kind of young because individual sports as well, you know, they tend to be dominated by kind of older players mm-hmm. um, just because it kind of takes a bit of time to build up the experience. But like, um, like, yeah, like, is it? I, I'm I'm buzzing to play, like, you know, we're obviously playing the doubles in so the next couple of weeks. But in terms of the singles, like, yeah, like, you know, even like they've obviously built a new centre there in Croke Park, like, I mean, to win the first you know, a title there would be pretty cool yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, there's loads of things you know, loads of goals loads of things to like, obviously there's a world championships in 2024 probably maybe in Ireland um, like, there's, there's loads of things US nationals that kind of stuff so like, I, I Did you keep
0: you occupied? Brilliant
3: Yeah, I, I'm obviously del- obviously, absolutely, absolutely delighted if nothing you know, if I won nothing else obviously in my life you know I still kind of maybe retire happy enough but like, as in I do feel that you know I have the ability to to win to win more and um yeah and I just especially even after COVID I just like yeah just I, I suppose I realize I, I absolutely love the game and uh I, I love playing and I love competing like I I really do like even you know sometimes you don't win obviously it's not great but like it's not just the winning it's the like you know giving all of yourself you know what I mean there's a bit of that and and just like kind of testing yourself out you know what I mean? And it's kind of therapeutic
0: in ways. So it's, um, yeah, no, no retirement anytime yes, soon. That's the, that's, that's, that's the main thing. And, and look at, uh, Dermot, once again, many congratulations on a marvellous victory. And as we said, we know it's not, it's, it's just the first of many. And look at, and there's no doubt there'll be a pip in your step when you take part in the All-Ireland Doubles in a, in a number of weeks time and in, in the big tournaments to come. And Dermot, as always, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and you're very good to talk to us here on Scarab Bay Community yep. Radio.
3: Not
0: at all, not at all. You do great work. So. Great stuff, to Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks
2: you. you. <laughs> You're listening to Sportsline on Scarf Bay Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on scarfbayradio.com, and on the TuneIn radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derek Credit Union.
0: And once again, thanks to Diarmuid Nash for taking the time to talk to us, and we congratulate, congratulate him again on his all Ireland success. And we now we turn to the sport of hurling, and on this weekend we have the National League semi-finals. Uh, they were down to the business end. Unfortunately, from our point of view, Claire are not in it. But on the weekend, that's in it. It's uh, Kilkenny playing Cork later on tonight in down in Parky and then tomorrow you have the meeting of the South East rivals of Waterford and to get an expert view on those semi-finals and. The, his mind on the progress of teams at this moment in time. We go to our Kilkenny uh, correspondent, a man well-known to all here on Scarborough News Radio, it's our uh, Ireland medal winner Adrian ronan Adrian, welcome once again to Scarborough News Radio. Hello
2: guys, how are you doing? Adrian, good to hear from
0: you again. Adrian, you know, the the, the year has is moving on fast and we're at a league semi-final stage and I suppose the first question, um, has the league the same Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for the same class uh, at this moment in time as it had before you know you kind of see teams approaching the league a lot differently do you think it is still as important as ever Adrian? Sure
4: I suppose from our perspective Brian Cody makes no secret of his importance he goes out to win every game and treat the league seriously and as he's often said there's only two uh, major competitions to be won in hurling. Uh, one is the All Ireland Under of the National League, so why don't you go and win it? So, uh, in that respect, I suppose, when you see the semi finals the weekend, both Cork, Wexford, and Waterford would obviously want to win uh, the league for their own different reasons. Cork, obviously, for silverware, for the group of players, and probably Wexford and Waterford, certainly from a water perspective, would want to deliver a trophy for Lean Cal. So, the three teams outside of Kilkenny, you would think would want to win a league title more, but. Just in Kilkenny's case, we always want, as I said, Brian Cody always wants to do well and win every match. So, yes, the danger is people who look at and say um, they're playing championship in two or three weeks later and that'll affect their championship build-up. But sure, in some cases, these teams used to do go play open, and We all did it. We are playing uh, tournament games or opening the pictures and glorified challenge matches, I'm sure, before you play championship. So why not? What's not better than a league semi-final or final for preparation? So, I believe all four teams, that's the beauty of the weekend. Kenny will always try and win their game today or tomorrow. And then do the same with Wexford and Watford. Um They'll both want to win silverware. So I think you will have two great semifinals with four teams, I believe, trying to win respectively to deliver silverware to the respective counties.
0: And looking at your own county, Adrian, you know, Brian Cordy, he has made a number of changes, you know, this year, I suppose, bringing in Mikey Butler at, at Conor Beck. Um, moving Parik Welch up to the forwards mm-hmm. bringing in young uh, Blensfield at wing back you, you know he has changed the team around a bit
4: yeah no again uh, kind of name drop Liam Sheedy at a Camogie match there about two months ago and he, we just had a conversation we just said what do you think and I said "I said the big move for Kilkenny was Parik Welch going to the forwards and I believe that has worked and will work because he'll take a huge amount of pressure off of TJ Reid and the other forwards for his ability, to first of all, for his ability to win his own ball. And he's just, you know, he's, he's he's different from what we've had. We've had a typical forward. So, in that respect, I think the big move, yes, we found Mikey Butler, yes, we found David Blanchfield, and yes, we found a guy called Keane Kenny. Those three guys will definitely be in our 20, if not on the team, for sure. So, they're three finds. Then we've reju- re- we've rejuvenated uh, Wally Welsh, and we've Welsh Welsh up in the forwards. So, all of a sudden, Everyone and anyone said, "Yeah, Limerick are ahead of the rest." And then there was a group chasing, and we weren't in that group at Christmas, and we weren't in that group in February, but we are in that group now. We're in the chasing group. There's no now Leinster's more competitive. When Henry got the job in Leinster, everyone said, "Oh, it's going to be Galway and Cahool beat Galway." It's Dublin they were railing about a month ago, and then it was Kikenny now. So I think again, we hadn't gone away. And to be fair to ourselves as supporters, um and even local commentary on, on the different radio stations, we were critical of Kilkenny and where they were going to go, but I think the big the big thing for Kilkenny hurling this year, I think, is a few different things, but particularly Park like Welsh going to the forwards. I think that's uh, that's made a huge change to Kilkenny's uh, type of hurling and the ball-winning ability of the half-hour line. Like, again, if we have everyone back who isn't like they should be, um, then we'll upset a few people. We won't be... We, there'll be a few
0: teams won't want to play it and Adrian looking at the, the team that lost the All Ireland club final you know at the date Hill uh, Shamrocks and of course uh, Adrian Mullen played for a while last Sunday Owen Cody came on and looked, looked even a lot better they had even as he finished the, the club championship and the Fitzgibbon Cup and Richie Reid uh, played at, at back and of course TJ is not back yet do you see all those players holding their places maybe looking at Richie Reid who's named as captain do you think he'll hold his place at number 6
4: well, I think he'll be given every chance, first of all, because he's captain. Uh, secondly, because he's a very good hurler. And thirdly, the fact that his brother is called TJ Reid, obviously a big impression, a big bear none on it as well. Because um, he is knocking around the panel for a long time. He hasn't settled into a position. We haven't really sorted our centre-back out over the last couple of years. And so now that we've moved power Welsh, yes, Paddy Deegan has played there the last couple of matches. Richie got his game last Sunday uh, and did very well. So again, where will he figure when the chips are down my suspicion again is he might end up maybe at a middle of the field when it all settles down but again I think we're we're all talking about panels and teams I think most team managers now when they speak about teams no, no one likes to be one of the five but you need 20 that you can go to any battle or any war with Hurling at the present time and especially with the championship the way it's structured so I think I think when Brian Cody in particular is looking at his team, I think he's picking these 20, you know, and we all hear about the famous <laughs> start with a stronger team, you know, that the starters that kind of comes into play now based on the structure of the championship and how close the matches are coming once after another in the short season. So I think, and I believe, uh, Ballyhale contingent, yeah, um, if they're all playing well, if they're all playing well, they'll all get their game. But um, Kenny do now seem to have is the word seem to have a decent 20 you know um, everyone was talking there a few weeks ago about water having the best panel they might still have the best panel when everyone's available but when if we have everyone available that's fully fit we'd have a fair old 20 to take on anybody Um, not saying at any stage we're going to win an all-earned but we'd have a decent 20 Um, that won't be too bad Um, and that's a a surprise to a lot of us, I suppose, as I said, two months ago we were worried we have found, as we said, those three or four new lads. And again, without repeating myself, I suppose Paragulch moving up to the forwards has been a
2: huge benefit to Klikini. And and um, Leo referred to it there a minute ago just passing but to my mind there's another man men you haven't mentioned I think has the has the opportunity to become a real superstar forward I think that's Owen Cody now I don't know how it's felt Owen Kilkenny I mean he does it for Belly Hale he's young still but uh, to my mind this fellow could be up there Daisy Hutchinson and Rory O'Connor has been a, a top top forward uh, would would that be the, the view that you'd have down there? Uh, Owen Cody I suppose to be fair to the
4: chap he's even in the shadow of his name of course shadow of his name, being a nephew of Henry's with yeah. added pressure to being hurled a year two years in a row had put a certain element of pressure on him. Some would say he might be a little bit fortunate to get it in year one. Year two, yeah, he deserved it. Um maybe didn't perform like he'd like to with Bally Hale, he's still a young lad, didn't perform as well as he'd like with Carlo IT. But the lad is full of class. I think it's a break he needed. He's after coming out of mine under twenty one, senior with his club, senior with Kilkenny And, you know, maybe that little break might do him the order goal no harm. Sitting on a bench like he did last Sunday might do him no harm. And again, it'll be interesting to see today what he comes out with. He's a top class order, great brain, um, great at risk. Um, different type of order to maybe the Richie Hogan's and the um, Eddie Brennan that we have had in the past. Just when we mentioned Richie Hogan, he's still there and he was warming up,
0: yeah. up a lot That's last
4: Sunday yeah. and he can offer a lot to Kenny. For twenty minutes or longer, hopefully. Uh, and again, uh, no secret here. I'm a big Richie Hogan fan. Uh, I'll probably be a still big Richie Hogan fan when he's sixty years of age. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm a big Richie Hogan fan, and I still think this man has something to deliver. I think he's, as I said before, he he um, he loves the game that much. And again, I'm, I know I'm moving on from the subject, but to answer your question. Sorry, Rory is, 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 is certainly has the talent uh, and has the, 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 the has it in the bloodline be very, very good
0: and should sure, look young hurried a year twice already should suggest does that a lot, he has yeah, it's all in his own hand. Hmm. And Adrian looking at Cork you know uh, their opposition later on this evening in, in, in Parky Cueve you know another good test for Kilkinny you know to fine tune preparations for the Championship and looking at Cork coming back off that hammer they got in that Ireland final you know they're still Kim Kingston still still a, at the helm and a number of young lads brought into the team. Playing, still kind of playing the same type of game with, with Matt Corman as the sweeper or the quarterback as we call him.
4: Yeah. Look, again, they're playing lovely lovely hurland, they're full of energy, full of buzz around the place. Great. Thick men again, maybe trying to find that big target man like the Wallies that we talk about, the Parlick Welches, to have the Harnades, but are they still very similar looking parky Keith? It's a massive test for us to see it's a massive test because, as I said, they are hurting, and they're hurting badly because of the display in the all Ireland final. That's mentioned, I'd say, they're dressing them every day of the week, every evening, because they felt they did themselves an injustice. And they are a Cork team, obviously, uh, trying to bounce back and have uh, faced a lot of criticism from their own uh, people. So I expect, obviously, that Cork are going to be uh, very good or very dangerous this year's championship but I think winning a league will be an important part of their journey for their for their own preparation for the championship and for this group of players so I think they might just have I know it's strange to say they might just have that little bit more hunger and desire uh, and playing in front of their home crowd this evening that just might catch us on the day um, you know not because it just might mean more to Cork at this present moment in time on the journey they have than Kilkenny I, I hope I'm wrong uh, but I just think it might just make it more to them, as I said, because of that hurt from last year and they might just want a little bit of silverware. Strangely, we were, we were the reigning league champions with Galway last year, even though there wasn't a league final. So on the record books, it said we were the league champions, even though it doesn't seem like we are the league champions from last year because the strain set up with COVID. But just be, only because that heart might want a little bit more, I think they might be a little bit further down the road. We are still not sure of maybe three or four positions Um, Cork might be just a little further down the
0: road Yeah but a good game should ensue between both anyway Uh, Adrian looking at uh, Waterford and Wexford and obviously this is going to take on a life of its own and no no matter what way they prepare or what way they want to go there's no doubt both teams will definitely want to win this one Without
4: a doubt um, for different reasons Wexford our neighbours are just oozing with um, I suppose love of Hurling and and you know, any time you go down to Wexford, it's yeah, regardless what match you're playing, they always feel they can beat us. And I know we've got the better of them many occasions, but they love their hurling down there. Waterford is typical if you're living in South Kilkenny, sure, they. there's a real healthy rival. Green Cal has brought a huge energy to Waterford, a huge belief to Waterford. There'll be 15,000 in Kilkenny tomorrow, probably. There'll certainly be 10,000 in Nolan Park tomorrow. Uh, if not 15,000, yeah. they'll bring huge crowds and huge energy it'll be a brilliant game for the GAA a brilliant game for both sets of supporters both teams as I said wanting to win Silverware haven't won one in a long long time and uh, both for their own respective journeys will want to win it and again two managers that are young and obviously there'll be a bit of rivalry between Cad and Egan as well of course both of them Did thought they might be in the blue and gold uh, dugout this this summer or maybe in the last year or two neither I suppose have got the, the job they really want both maybe canvassing for that job still they're the next two candidates people might think might take the Tipperary job, and they're both doing great work in their both respective counties. And you know, um, one of them is going to be very happy tomorrow.
0: And Adrian, looking at, at Liam Cahill, and as we say, everyone says Waterford is the strongest panel. Do you think uh, Liam Cahill knows his strongest 15 at this stage?
4: I think he does. Uh, I know Liam very well. We kind of trucked together and soldier together over the years, so. He's a, he's a cute by Oh, he's from Ballingarry, as I say, in Tipperary, and there's no plays in any of those lads up there. Mm-hmm. I think he does know his team. I think even last Sunday against Kilkenny, while they were disappointed to get beaten, I think he's found out about two or three <coughs> players that might not be up to the standard required for uh championship hurling for Watford. And I think those guys that struggled last Sunday won't see that Watford jersey come championship. And I think that tests they might have failed that test two or three of those players and he has the likes of Bennett and Prunty and Barron and all these coming back into the team so I do I, I think I think he's through enough feet there uh, two or not three years now uh, certainly two years and I think he's um, I think now is the time to deliver and I'd say from I suppose a little bit I know and a little bit I know of him um, I think the delivery might come now I think this is it I think Watford I think of all four teams I think this has to happen for Waterford for their own progression and their own I suppose confidence I think Waterford of all the four teams left in the Champions, in the league they're the ones that needed most I think for uh, in, in this part of their journey and I think they just might have the personnel to do it um, I think that setback last Sunday against Kilkenny was only a little bump in the road but of course everyone in Wexford will contradict that and probably prove me wrong but I think Waterford again just might be a little step further down
2: the road and Wexford at this stage. I agree with you about the Waterford need being great this year as well, uh, Adrian, but the thing I was wondering about is what do you think of the fact that, you know, Wexford, when, when they lost Davey Fitz last year, there was a lot of speculation about how, how they'd pick things up again and get going again. You know, they, they, they had done so well under him to an extent and then it, it stalled. Um, they're probably just a surprise team to me that they have, with, with Egan, that they have really... Been so impressive looking and so sure of themselves and playing such a confident game and and uh, mix of strength and, and plenty of skill as well, Rory O'Connor flying it. So um, it looks like they're really on a, on a really good track.
4: Yeah, and to be fair, there, there isn't many that much huge personnel change. Uh, you know, the style has changed for sure. Yeah, no the question. From but the personnel hasn't changed that much. I'd say at most three or four from the personnel. But obviously, if you go back uh, on Wexford in the first few years with Davy, they were coming and then they met, reached their peak. And in the last year, it just probably got stale in the dressing room and it just probably, eh, it wasn't the players. It just, you know, at some stage, the manager and the players, just maybe, you know, your message isn't getting through to the players and the players are not buying into what you've thought. I think maybe that last year, while it didn't go well for them, it might be the year of rest and I think maybe they're, they all realised the change, you know, for everyone was good. Like Davy bought him to where he could you know, where he could at that stage, wasn't hard look not to make, you know, uh, a breakthrough and get an all earned appearance out of it. But obviously Darrygans jumped on the back of Davy's great work and brought a different style to it and a different sort of confidence and belief. So but not with not with a huge amount of change in personnel. No. So obviously mm-hmm. the players were there, it just, just needed a different voice possibly
0: yeah and, and indeed you know Wexford are a proud county also so we look forward and you're, you're calling so you're looking at a Cork Waterford League final is that what you're, you're predicting Adrian
4: uh, we'll go for Cork just to keep them happy there in case there's <laughs> anyone tuned in and I think Waterford uh, just in this case I think they're they're a bit further down the road than Wexford now uh, Wexford have been excellent but I just think uh, Waterford just might be a step further down the road they're, they're a year or two ahead of uh, Wexford and where they need to be or where they want to be and uh, yes, Westford are coming. It's going to be a great Leinster Championship. I know all you Munster men love your Munster Championship and you all said that Munster Championship was going to be the, the be all. But we're going to have a very good and interesting Leinster Championship. No
2: question
0: Yeah, and there's no doubt, Adrian, the championship is going to come on uh and fast. And at this stage, obviously you have the four teams in the in the league semi final, you know, are probably going to be some of the front runners. But I suppose Limerick and doors kind of away. What's your thoughts on, on the rest of the the potential, Adrian?
4: Yes, I suppose they, they, in Leinster, I suppose, obviously the two farm teams again at the minute, only because they're in the league semi-finals, but Dublin have been disappointing, in particularly in Parnell Park against Dublin, against the Kenny, so not too sure if Dublin just gone too early in this case. Of course, Galway are going to bring uh, the Henry factor to it, and they're going to be probably building for the championship, and to be fair, Henry went up there probably a little bit late going in December January and building a team so I think Galway are going to get stronger uh, over the next six or eight weeks because they have to and then secondly he'll know his team he tried a lot of players out during the league and found out a lot about his players so I expect Galway Westford, to Kenny and of course whoever's hitting the form. again Munster of course Limerick are not going away as we all know um, sure you know, I know I have a little soft spot for Clare, and if you have Duggan coming back and O'Donnell coming back and these lads coming back again with that man over that team, I wouldn't write off Clare. Clare, like the, you know, was the one team I was a little bit disappointed in. At tipperary, I like, thought, you know, uh, after playing us, we both came out at hurlers during the league there this year. Both set supporters saying, ah, neither of us were wonderful and neither of us were going to make any impression but I just fear a little bit that maybe the loss of Callan now here for Mm, two championship openers that it's a rumour that he won't play that maybe Clare or Tip or not further down the road they thought maybe it is a year transition for Tipperary but there's a lot of good young lads coming there but they need to get their act together now over the next six or seven weeks or or even less but um, look I think we're all chasing Claire when it settles down uh, and we really, really look at that we're all chasing Clare We're chasing Limerick Limerick, was, Limerick. Uh, we should, Limerick we
2: should have, have cut off the mic just before you said <laughs> yeah there's yeah, no I'm doubt you're right there's it. no
0: doubt about mm. it This seems to be the, still the team to beat Adrian it is good to talk to you and thanks for your views as always we look forward to hearing more from you as the league and the championship comes into focus well, thanks very much Mind great Adrian thanks and once again thanks to Adrian for taking the time to talk to us Pat, we're going to turn to you for the, the closing segment and a quick look back, Pat, at Ireland's triple crown win in the the Six Nations. You know, unfortunately, the, the England didn't do the business over in Paris and France went out. I suppose deserving winners of the Grand Slam, but triple crown, no mean feat.
2: No, it's, it's no mean feat. It was a, a big, big thing one time. I th- one time, I think for us, but I don't think it's quite as big a thing now, Leo. I suppose prior to World Cup spinning coming in it was, was really the thing to win five nations that time and if you could beat the home three the French game you could say well we'll get it some other time but it's still it's still an important thing for a team that's developing and I suppose a team like Ireland that has so far failed so badly in the World Cup every little bit of chink of light is good so from that point of view it was great and I mean it's always good to beat those those noisy neighbours from England and Scotland and Wales which are you know the, the rivalry is obviously the same few teams every year a bit like Diarmuid like the, the said in the handball in, in the, the, hand the hand yeah. same people all the time but um uh, impressive enough I think we're a team that has been winning a few games without playing their very best and you would be often wondering if they do open up some of the get everything fairly right and accurate I think they could give a, a really good game or maybe beat nearly any of them but that's the question of getting it right isn't it And uh, but uh, I know Farrell let's say he'll be pleased that he's discovered a few players and there's a few players on the on the fringes there that hopefully they will get will get uh, plenty of game time in New Zealand in the summer because you know you man Lowry the full back guy I'd love to see him Balakoon is another guy I'd love to see Combs Gavin, 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 Gavin Coe 0. is another guy I'd like to see that's three for instance I'd love to see getting real runs uh, Baird I suppose the second row has be another one that you should mention so do um, you worry about Porter missing from the, from, 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 from the, from the front row A bit of a loss he was a player I actually began to really get to like the last couple of years I think he was slightly underrated but uh, when he was missing it shows what a loss he was Um uh, uh you know England Rail to kind of squeeze in and to decide on us and, and pull us down and get away with it. And I know the ref kind of apologised after us for getting some of it wrong. But uh um Cian Healy's at the, the winter of his career now, so you know you'd you would need a fit portrait. But uh overall very pleasing, very enjoyable and uh give lots of entertainment. Got, got some got plenty of good tries. Uh, played playing a nice mix of game as well between kicking and short game and lots of handling, lots of great carries. um so overall, yeah, it's it's uh pleasing to win. look at we've a few triple crowns. I'm not sure if we've been many of how many we've all together in, in our history, but it's not certainly isn't that many. I'd say definitely Wales and England have piles more than us. Not sure about the Scots probably like ourselves, but uh, good to win it and uh Again, the other highlight was the under-20s having a fantastic run as well. So I suppose things are in a good place in Irish rugby, but we've often said that before, and I guess, I mean, the Holy Grail now is the World Cup play And Pat, as, as, as you mentioned,
0: yeah. under-20s, you know, and great clear environment with with Eden Coughlin, uh, Tony Butler and Conor Maloney from Kilda you know, being part of uh, the and Butler and, 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 and Coughlin and got, got game times, you know, and both scored. I
2: can't remember. I suppose, not since the glory days of of horn and and Wood and Foley, God rest him, you know, Clare had such uh, an input into into rugby, Um, uh, Irish rugby and stuff, it's great to see the two boys, and of course Noel Mack had been the coach for the 20s there a couple of years back, two or three years ago before COVID, when when they could have won another another, uh, championship, I'd say, Grand Slam even. Great to see the involvement of the two lads. I believe I believe uh, Cochlin is, is going to be a brilliant player. i say Tony Butler has the ability as well, but it's a, it's a very specialised position and, you know, to get his chance to develop, hopefully yeah. he will stay fit and well. And, you know, but look what, it's fantastic to see two Clare lads doing well. And, um, you know, along with that continue. it would also give an added interest to all of us living in County Clare and there will be clubs in Clare as well. and You know, just to see... For the younger lads coming up, what these two lads have can done, achieve, yeah. and again, the great GAA lads as well, great hurling and football. Tony Butler brilliant Huller, I think Ethan Cochrane was supposed to be going to be a really brilliant Gaelic footballer as well. So look at um, all sports are kind of are kind of entwined now in, in 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 rural Ireland. It was great to see. But the triple crown was fantastic, and uh, I suppose the only thing that took away from it well, there was two big, three big decisions last weekend. You had of course the championship, the Grand Slam for France, and that. Big big game with, and the atmosphere in France is unreal. But I think the highlight, nearly of the year of the of the, of the thing, was Italy. Italy's. They, you know, at the death, that brilliant, brilliant try. I mean, I, I watched uh, a bit of a video of the aftermath. There was no commentary, There's cameras going around the field and up to the, up to the crowd with a bit of families, and you know, to, to 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 make you emotional just to see it. The absolute joy of finally getting a win after seven years was. Fantastic. And
0: especially in the principality pat. Uh, totally,
2: and a place where it's hard to win. A few a few in fairness, a few Welsh fans, not a lot that round and kept applauding them. I'd say one out of every hundred maybe stayed, you know. But uh, it was nice to see that too. But uh, I think it's great because I mean there was talks of Italy uh, being kicked out of it not being competitive enough and was a huge talk about maybe South Africa coming into it and all that kind of thing. And Japan so, and or possibly Japan. This will probably silence that for a while now. But Italy have got to build on that now, of course. And of course they have no chance to build now, really. I think they've a tour to South Africa is under so yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how, how, how this lifts them. They have a good under 20 team as well. Um, so it'd be great to make the, the six nations a really competitive six nations with all six having a chance to beat each other. So that would be good for the game as well to make it more exciting to watch. Back to Ireland, uh, oh, back sorry, back to France. I think the best team won the championship, no question. The Grand Slam that's a super French team. I mean, the way they play the game, they can mix it a lot, plenty of kicking. But when they don't kick, at any moment, they can just put on this magic and strike from anywhere. Fantastic to watch. And
0: France, a pet with the World Cup on, and France coming up. In, I they're, they're, they're in a very good position. A
2: funny feeling if you went to Bookies tomorrow, uh, you wouldn't get any team short. You, you might get them equal at South Africa and New Zealand, maybe. I, I'm not sure now, but I must look it up. But I have a funny feeling they'll be fairly tight odds enough. They have everything they have power, they have a large squad, they have a pack, they have backs, you know, who can play the scintillating way France do, they belief in themselves now after winning this and uh, it's at home. There's a lot to be said for, for for their chances. So it'll make it fascinating to be to be watching the World Cup next next uh,
0: next year. Yep. And Pat thanks for that. And that concludes suppose, our sports and show here today on Scarapake News Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on eighty eight point three FM and ninety two point seven FM and on the Juniing app. My thanks once again to our guests. All-Ireland handball champions Paul Rogers And Dermot Ness uh, Our Kilkenny uh, analyst Adrian Ronan And then once again Thanks to Pat also Thanks to Jim Collins In the control tower You know, Without him We wouldn't We wouldn't be able to function And thanks to you The listeners for tuning in To us here today On Scarab News Queens Radio And all that remains Is for me dial Until we meet again Bis banach Day, Agus slán